I was catching a glimpse of CNN heroes recently just in time to see what one woman did in order to bring a small, but significant change to an area of the world far away from where she lived. Had I more time, I would have several more examples. We sometimes hear about people of wealth, fame and influence who use their celebrity to further a good cause like foreign adoption, Angelina Jolie comes to mind. Some people do things that win them the recognition of the Nobel Peace Prize. Some deserve it and some don't. Many religions have some positive influence on and in the world, but all of these are limited to the world. I am not against the good they do, but I have to wonder what their motivation is. Are they trying to find some sense of purpose and fulfillment? Is it still me in the forefront and them in the background? Consider the people over the last several millennia who have a different motivation, may never see the fruit of their labor, don't seek recognition for themselves, are many times harshly persecuted in certain areas of the world, and here in America are beginning to be called bigots, intolerant, haters, anarchists, or are waved off as they try to approach others with eternal, life-saving words. What these people do is for, or about, others and God. In fact, they are able to do it from a purely selfless motive solely because of the love of Jesus Christ indwelling them. What is a Christian's motivation for sharing the oft-times unwelcome message of forgiveness of sins, salvation of souls and completely undeserved everlasting life? To begin with, we find ourselves in total agreement with what the Bible explains in 1 Peter 2 9 which says, that, we, may proclaim the excellencies of Him who called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. We have been in darkness due to our sinful nature since before we were born, while still in our mother's womb. David said we were conceived in sin, Psalm 51 5. We have never known what it is like to be in the light. So, Christians do it out of a sense of reconciliation and restoration as God wants us to make us like Himself, like He first intended before disobedience entered the world, and sin and death. Secondly, as it also reveals in 1 John, that you may have fellowship with us, and so our joy may be complete. What that means is that we want you to share in the incredible peace and joy of God that we have in Him. It's excellent, and we don't want to keep it to ourselves. Thirdly, because God has given us the loving command to preach and to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. His gift of salvation is for all mankind, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life, John 3:16. And, the Lord is, patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance, 2 Peter 3 9. Most importantly, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To Him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen, 1 Peter 4 11. The pure, selfless and unconditional love of Almighty God is given to us through the sacrificial death of Jesus on the cross for you and for me. Our agenda is other-centered as opposed to the me-centeredness of the unsaved world, those who do not know Jesus and Lord and Savior. So, our drive and incentive in doing things for others is to have them be forgiven of their inherent sinfulness by the cleansing blood of Jesus that was shed for you and for me. Some regularly face unwarranted prison sentences, torture, and death in countries which restrict the sharing of the good news. They don't do it for recognition, for reward or anything else but to show God's love as they have received it. 